This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Praying Christian Women podcast. I'm Jamie Hampton, and I am here today with the unstoppable Bethany Hamilton. For those of you who don't already know her, Bethany has become a source of inspiration to millions through her story of determination, faith, and hope. At the age of just 13, Bethany lost her left arm to a 14-foot tiger shark, which threatened to end her career as a rising surf star. But just a month after the attack, if you can believe it, she returned to the water, and within two years, she had won her first national title. In 2007, she realized her dream of surfing professionally and since then, her story has been told in a New York Times bestselling autobiography and in the 2011 film that you may well have heard of, Soul Surfer. Bethany has been up to a lot since then, though, and I am just so excited for her to come and to share her heart and her mission with us today on the podcast. So aloha, Bethany, and thank aloha. you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Jamie. Glad to be here. Well, we like to start out all of our interviews with a just for fun question. And I've been doing the same one for a while now because I love to hear all the different answers. And it's what is your favorite prayer closet, the place that you feel the closest to God and just able to talk to him the most freely? Oh, um, I probably just in my bed, like on the rare mornings I wake up before my kids, like just the peacefulness of being in my bed um, before everyone's, yeah, climbing all over me. <laughs> right? Yeah. And so, well, so I thought you would say in the ocean on your surfboard, do you ever pray when you're I surfing? Know, everyone always thinks the ocean is like my spiritual place or whatever. Um, <laughs> but no, you know, I'm pretty focused when I'm out there and um, yeah, just, kind of maximizing my water time, especially now being a mom. It's just like, you only get so much time. Um, but occasionally I'll get like these sessions where there's nobody else out or just my husband and I, and that feels really special. And yeah, I just, I'm really thankful. I get to spend so much time in God's beautiful, um, creation. It's special. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm definitely jealous that you live in Hawaii. I, I love it here in Alaska, but lately it has been getting colder and the days are just getting painfully short. We're getting to that point where we're going to be getting longer again soon, I think. And so, but it's just, yeah, it's it's definitely shorter days. So it's got to be really amazing being in the sunshine all the time. Yeah, it is. I think it's, there's something to it, like just keeps your emotions good. <laughs> well, so 
before we get into talking, you've been up to so much. I just, I've, I've loved your movie. So you've came out with this movie recently. It's a, um, a documentary called Unstoppable, which I just, I can't wait to talk about because I loved it. And yeah. I thought I couldn't love it more than Soul Surfer, but I, <laughs> wow, it was amazing. I felt like I got to know you, but I want to hear, well, I promised my kids I would ask you one question. They had this question. They're huge fans of yours. And I think uh-huh. we've watched Soul Surfer about a hundred times. And they wanted me to ask you what it was like, because my oldest is 13 now. And so you were 13 when you were attacked by the shark. And they wanted to know what it was like right after that shark attack as a 13-year-old, um, like immediately after, what was going through your mind? What, what were you thinking right after you realized that you had been attacked by the shark? Yeah, well, I don't really talk about that day much, but um, I'm just thankful to be alive, and I lost over 60% of my blood, so yeah, I remember definitely one thing that stands out to me is praying and asking God to just help me during that time, so um, I guess God had more for me and helped keep me alive, so thankful to be here. Yeah, absolutely, and what I loved about... um, unstoppable the movie was that it you know if soul surfer kind of portrayed the the story of your accident and the time surrounding that i just felt like unstoppable i came away from that almost forgetting about that part of you and just seeing this incredible person not an incredible person that had an accident but just this um a lot of the just soul qualities and and character traits came out which I also love that you kind of bring into your year-long course called Unstoppable Year that we're going to talk about in a little while. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit too. But first, I just, I want to hear about your family because for those who have not seen Unstoppable, the movie, they might not know about your husband, your kids. So could you tell us a little bit about your family? Yeah, so um, my husband and I have been married now for six years, and it's been amazing. Um, He's really such a great guy, and yeah, I'm so thankful I get to share life with him, and I think God knew exactly what I needed when I did, and um, so getting to meet him and kind of join together, join forces, um, was really uh, just (laughs) God-given is how I view it, but um, now we have our oldest son is four, and we have a year and a half year old as well, and both boys, and yeah, they're keeping us on our toes full time, and so yeah, we kind of um, just do a hodgepodge of things, um, and my husband kind of supports me along the way, and we just teamwork everything, and um, yeah, it's it's just really fun to do life all together, and I love motherhood, and um, my husband is just such an amazing dad, so it makes just doing life together really fun. And does your husband surf? Yeah, well, he actually grew up in Kansas, so um, he grew up with a very different background from mine. Um, he grew up doing track and football and all kinds of sports, and then once he moved out here to um, work with an organization called Young Life, he that was where we met and um he had kind of taken on surfing but um uh, for those of you who don't know surfing is probably the hardest sport in the world to master so even the jock that he was um he actually has he has uh, (laughs) 
caught on really well, but um, it's humbled him a lot. So <laughs> it's entertaining for me to watch. <laughs> what about what about your kids? Do you have your kids tried surfing a little? Yeah. I'm not not the one and a half year old probably. <laughs> My four year old loves the ocean and loves surfing and riding waves, so that's exciting. And he got his first surfboard last um, Christmas. So after that, he really owned uh, owned the sport, so to say, because he had his own board. So, yeah, it's really fun to see his um, little love for the wave riding sprouting. And um, my one-year-old, I take him tandem surfing with me sometimes. And I think the last couple of times he screamed the whole wave. Still can't say he loves it, but he does like the water. So <laughs> That's a start. <laughs> So in, in the movie Unstoppable, because we're talking about prayer and, you know, this is a prayer podcast. At one point you were asked, this really struck me. I had never heard this before. And it was before your accident. It was just some footage of you as a young girl. And you were asked if you were concerned about sharks. And you said yes. And when asked what you did about it, you said, oh, I pray. And so I was just wondering if there was ever a point after the accident that you felt betrayed by God, that you felt disappointed in those prayers because you had prayed for safety but lost your arm in the shark attack? Oh, um, like disappointed? Yeah, disappointed or felt like, well, I prayed for safety and then I wasn't safe. Yeah, or well, I think like a lot of us Christians struggle with like, our expectations towards God are somewhat unrealistic, um, even though we pray our expectations to God as if they're the, the um, end all say all. <laughs> so, but, you know, after I lost my arm, um, I was just thankful to be alive. And I also believe that God had a plan in all this. And so I didn't get carried away and kind of like being angry or, um, yeah, just kind of lashing at God. I just trusted that he was in control of the situation. And so, um, thankfully, like, yeah, I think God's plan is always better than our own. And, and two, it's like, you know, you think of that Bible verse, um, what is it? First John, uh, John sixteen thirty three. Um, I have said these things to you that in me you will have peace. In the world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Mm -hmm. And I always think of that verse because God already tells us that in the world we're going to have trouble, even if we're praying for no trouble. The trouble is going to hit us from every which direction, and there's no avoiding that. So just placing our hope in, in kind of the long term of what God has given us. And that's his forgiveness and um, the life after all the troublesome we face in the world. And so kind of like recognizing that God, um, God's word already tells us kind of like what's going to happen, but um, like that our hope should be in him and, and his like kind of long-term plan. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and I love the fact that even at 13, you were able to have that knowledge. I mean, I think that just shows how powerful faith in God and, and recognition of his purpose in your life. Is. Yeah. And I always get so bummed because I'll have young girls come to me and they're like, I don't know about my faith. And I'm like, 
no, no about your faith. Because even me at 13, like I had a childlike faith that was real and true. And that helped me get through that time. And I think a lot of our young people, um, maybe it's the way they're taught, but they question their faith and they're not sure of themselves. And I think it's, it's really unfortunate because even as young people, we can be confident in our faith that God has given us and that can be our rock um, even at 13 or 10 or seven years old or 25 years old or 50, whatever it is, like we can be sure of our faith and um, not question God in his goodness. Yeah. And I will talk about it in a little bit, the, your unstoppable year, it's a year long kind of training, mentoring course. And I really loved about that, that you, it, you know, it's, you can, there are lots of self-help things out there, but you, you have a, a strong foundation of in order to understand your purpose. I mean, that's important to understand purpose, but you need to understand who God is and that that is where your purpose and your passion come from. And I just, I think that's so important and absolutely for young people, especially to know that. So I was also thinking this podcast is sponsored for this episode by findyourtruebeauty.com, which is a website geared for young women to find their identity and their true beauty in their relationship with Christ and not in what social media says or what their friends are saying about them or what their body image is like. And so I just wanted to ask you about body image and whether or not as a young woman or as a young girl, did you struggle with body image after the loss of your arm? And if so, or if not, what advice would you give to girls and young women and even women in general listening who suffer from either poor body image or negative self-talk about themselves? Oh my gosh, um, for sure I struggled with that. And especially being at the beach all the time, you're just constantly exposed to your body. And um, and then too, like I live in a culture in Hawaii where everyone is very, um, they exposed to the max. <laughs> um, so, and then now too with social media, it adds a whole nother layer of just, um, yeah, I think kind of an unhealthy um environment Mm -hmm. so yeah it's for sure been a struggle and um I think the one thing that's helped me well is one like being rooted in my faith in God and knowing that like I'm so much more than this physical body um and to celebrate like what God has created me to be and that's his daughter and that he loves me just as I am and so I take a lot of hope in that and also just like lately I'm like if I catch myself thinking negatively about myself I quickly um have trained myself to kind of be like wow like look at your body and what you can do like the way I can ride waves is like no one else and um just celebrating what I can do and like my abilities and and my purpose here on the earth and that I can birth two beautiful children and like just all these things that I just, wow, like why roust or hate on myself when I'm able to do so much and 
you know, part of me, I, I do value being fit because that helps me ride waves better. So, you know, I put a lot of time into the gym, but my gym time has a lot of purpose and that's to be healthy and to surf well. So that's like the primary focus of like why I put my time in the gym to be healthy and surf well. And so it kind of like takes the focus off of like having a perfect figure or, um, yeah, just the nonsense we can get carried away in. And so, yeah, too, I just, I think just finding ways to kind of remind yourself, like, like why you love yourself. And I mean, ultimately it's like, you're created in the image of God and God has created you. So to love his creation is, I think, really important. And when you're in a right relationship with God, like you're able to do that much more. And I just like, yeah, I have a heart for all these young girls. And I met so many young girls that just have really unhealthy relationships with their bodies and food and um, just really struggle a lot. So I, I feel you all, and I, I just want to encourage you guys to just find the things that you're thankful for and to celebrate the things you can do and your abilities, and your body is a vessel to, like, let you go and chase the things you love to do and love those around you well, so um, to not hate, but to just celebrate. <laughs> Okay, are you loving this conversation with Bethany as much as I am? Alana and I are so grateful to our dear friend Heather Hart over at findyourtruebeauty.com for sponsoring this interview and making it possible through her partnership. findyourtruebeauty.com is a website dedicated to encouraging teen girls and young women to find their identity and true beauty in Christ. At findyourtruebeauty.com, teens and young women will find Christ-centered answers to questions about topics like sex and dating, self-injury and eating disorders, and how to grow in your relationship with God. You're also not going to want to miss 21 Prayers for Teen Girls, Finding True Beauty Through the Power of Prayer and God's Word, a devotional co-authored by Heather Hart from Find Your True Beauty. This devotional is written specifically for teen girls and covers topics like depression, purity, acceptance, peer pressure, and much more. You can find 21 Prayers for Teen Girls on Amazon as an ebook, paperback, or audiobook. You know, in your unstoppable year, in I don't know if it was written somewhere or if it was in the intro, but you talk about your version of an unstoppable year. Like this, for those that are doing this course, this is a time for you to embrace your version of an unstoppable year, meaning that everyone isn't going to look exactly like you, or everyone is not going to look exactly like someone else. It's whether it's physically or um, the, the character traits that you exhibit. Like for instance, I don't know if I was in your situation and if I would be able to go back and, you know, win national championships surfing. I don't know because I don't know if I have the same passion or the same drive, but I have different things. And the same goes for each person is, you know, that I think this unstoppable year is designed to help you discover those things that maybe you don't even like about yourself or seem to be different and learn to appreciate that God has made you in his image. And, and has given you these qualities. So I just really appreciate that. So just that 
people don't have to be intimidated by, well, I'm never going to be an elite athlete. Um, I'm never going to come back from an injury like that and go on to win national titles, but you can become who God has made you to be. And you were designed the way God made you. And I just love that. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, one thing I, with my unstoppable year on long course, I, part of what stemmed me to start it was like, I am very active on social media, but I don't necessarily like it. And I feel like it's such a shallow place. And so many of our young people spend so much time there and they're just being filled with shallowness after shallowness, after more and more like kind of shallow, dark and kind of dirty um, things. And just kind of like a lot of wasting of their time and like a place that doesn't like uplift them or grow them as humans. And so the course to me, it's like to have good real change in our life and to um, be encouraged takes time. And so I really wanted to just dig in deeper and like share the tools that I've learned along the way. And ultimately to me, like, a true unstoppable life is not because of my own strength, but because of the strength of Jesus Christ. And that's what I really want to share. But I do have people that aren't Christians on there. So just having kind of an open place that um, even non-Christians can come and be encouraged. And hopefully they'll get a little inspiration from God and um, come to know him. But yeah, you never know if anything will plant a little seed or whatnot. Yeah, just to encourage people in their, you know, overcoming obstacles and, you know, not everyone's going to be attacked by a shark, but we all have daily obstacles that we got to figure out how to overcome and deal with and, yeah, just look for the things to be thankful for and, um, yeah, to live our unstoppable lives. So it's it's a really fun project that um, has challenged me in a lot of ways, but has helped me grow too. So I'm loving it. <laughs> so where can they find, if someone wanted to go find your unstoppable year, where would it be? Oh, yeah, it's on my website, bethanyhamilton.com. And like, no pressure, everyone. I'm not like trying to promote myself um, or this year course, even though I do think it's really awesome. But um, I also do some blog writing too. So you can come and check that out if you like, um, just to hopefully be encouraged in your journey. Because um, yeah, we all need encouragement along the way and our hints of hope and inspiration and um, things to help build us in our faith. So, well, and what are some of the, um, so there are 12 different components, 12 different modules. So what are a few of the focus areas in the course? Yeah. So like the very first topic that people will um, face is to be present. And um, my heart behind this was that we live in such a fast-paced society and it's filled with TV and social media and um, a lot of things kind of distracting us from our, our purpose or our beauty or our talents or the things that we really want to accomplish. And, you know, I wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't work hard and um, put my head down and focused on the things that I had to do to um, better myself in my sport or better myself as a mother. And um, so being present to me is just so important. And, you know, if we constantly have distractions and we can't slow ourselves down too, like we may um, 
lose sight of God and his goodness for our life. So it goes from there to um, overcoming obstacles. So talking about how we can overcome those tough things that we face on the daily and even the bigger ones, the wampin ones. Um, letting go of comparison is another topic. Um, we're all constantly comparing ourselves and um, comparison can actually be a good thing too to help us grow and, and better ourselves and um, work hard. But I think finding like a healthy relationship with that and not hating on ourselves kind of like, you know, we were talking earlier and setting goals and living with integrity, training your mind, um, deepening relationships and so much more. There's just a bunch of things that I think can help us to live our unstoppable life. And we finished the year with the um, forgiveness, which to me is like the essence of our faith is being forgiven by God. And that continually like renews us and leads us to, um, yeah, just be in awe of God and his goodness in our life. And when we understand the forgiveness of God, like that leads us to forgive those around us and talk about the marriage relationship. You just, you got to be able to forgive or you're not going to be able to hang in there. Yeah. <laughs> and um, just all the different, like life is so much about relationships. So yeah. Um, you know, none of us are perfect, so we got to be able to forgive. So that's um, kind of the finisher of the year that I really look forward to sharing with everyone. Well, that is great. So yeah, go to, I, I would really recommend everyone at least check it out and consider taking part in it or giving it as a gift to someone. I think it would be just for all ages, it looks like a really beneficial tool. So thanks for coming up with this and providing it. And it's, it's you and you bring in lots of other, um, lots of other people to talk to about some of these different topics. So I think it's great. Well, I just, I wanted to ask you, um, to kind of close us up there. I know that there is a woman or a young woman or a girl listening right now and, you know, kind of like in, in the, in the film unstoppable i mean it's your story and you have an incredible story but there's so many relatable points maybe not everyone has survived a shark attack or is a, an elite athlete or even a, a you know national surfing champion but you just pre- presented so many of your everyday struggles as well that are so relatable so i know that there's a woman or a young girl struggling with experiencing the loss of a dream or facing what might look like insurmountable obstacles or even just a new mom struggling to balance her goals and motherhood. I mean, in the movie, I love the picture of you balancing surfing and nursing your baby, you know, in the middle of a competition. Um, (laughs) But, you know, for the woman that's out there feeling totally overwhelmed, what what is your message to her? What is your advice to her today? Oh man, I think, um, yeah, I think cling to God and his word and, um, that, that can be kind of your rock in all these challenges that we face. Um, I think of, I always love that verse, um, Psalm 73, 26, like my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. And I just think like, 
you know, especially when you enter into motherhood, you just have so much more on your plate. And there's moments as moms, we're not perfect. And, you know, the kids slightly drive us crazy. But um, then the next minute, they're like doing the cutest thing ever. And you're just like, warmed with love. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I mean, motherhood and balancing that as um, a wife, or maybe you've maybe you don't have a husband that supports you the way that you need. But I think just clinging to God and his word is so important in all, all seasons of life. Um, But to, yeah, just look for the good too. I think we kind of have to like train ourselves because I too have found like my conversations with other mothers. It's nice to vent, but it doesn't always, lift me up like I would hope um I I think like kind of setting our expectations to be more towards like hey we're here to serve our children and sometimes serving them means we go and take care of ourselves or we tell them no or um you know we set healthy boundaries for us and them but yeah I think I don't know I'm kind of hodgepodging this but just finding the balance on the daily to take care of yourself so that you can better care for your kids, but also to um, just trust in the Lord and find your community and yeah, just look for the good and beautiful things. And yeah, just, I mean, I love that this podcast is all about prayer, but praying, praying to God over the areas that you're struggling in and um, seek help if you need. Like, I think, that's one thing surfing has taught me is to um, be teachable and continually be teachable. Um, I've always been, you know, I thrive under coaching because that's how I get better in my sport. Like once you get to a certain place, like you just, you need some outside perspective to help you continue to get better. And so I think that's a strength of mine is I've always sought out coaching in my sport. But now I carry that into other areas of my life. And I, I like to imagine that at some point in the like age of like humankind, like there was a lot more mentorship, whereas now um, people, I don't know, like my mom is really amazing, but I could imagine that like having older women speaking into our life is so important. Um, but we don't necessarily have easy access to that or it doesn't come naturally, but maybe seeking out some older women. I'm almost telling myself this right now, (laughs) by the way, I don't have it all figured out, but, um, I'm only, I'm just shy of 30 next year. I'll be 30. So I don't know. I always think like there's older and wiser women out there that I need to hear from. (laughs) I love that. No, that is, that is great advice, Bethany. Thank you. That is, that is all good stuff. I wanted to close us out. We're out of time, but I just want to close us out in prayer. And I would love to know how we can be praying for you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I think just, um, yeah, just dealing or embracing motherhood and um, balancing life. And yeah, I mean, a lot of what my family and I do is it's kind of a ministry. I don't necessarily call it that, but it is ministry. So that the Lord would just penetrate our ministry and be um, kind of the leader in all things that we're doing. Um, We're doing our best, but you know, we're human and we still need the help of God to 
lead everything in the way that it should go. So um, thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, I will close this out in prayer. And thank you so much for being here, Bethany. We just really loved hearing from you. Thanks, Jamie. God, we just thank you so much for this time. And thank you for Bethany. Thank you for just going before her in so many ways and using her story and just um, providing her with a strong faith and providing her with a testimony um, where she can just go out and encourage so many people with her story and with her faith in you, God. And we just lift up her family, God. We pray for her marriage. I just pray that you would strengthen it, even with all of the different directions they're going in, Lord. I just pray you would strengthen their marriage and make it the centerpiece of their family. We lift up her boys. We just thank you for them and pray that you would allow them to grow in faith and knowledge of you. And we just pray for Bethany and for her ministry and her family that you would direct them and give them vision and just targeted goals and direction and just that they would have no question of where you're taking them and and how you're using them to advance your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thanks, Bethany. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of the Praying Christian Women podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please leave us a comment to let us know what questions or topics we can address in future shows. Then hop over to prayingchristianwomen.com slash journal to download your free prayer guide. We're so glad you joined us for today's show, and we wish you God's deepest blessings as you draw closer to Him and change the world one prayer at a time.